0: So on uh, My Lion Radio, we'll be talking about uh, FC Cincinnati, their most recent games, the players, any of the other nonsense going on that week. And this is show number one, so you can tell your grandkids you were there when it first went down, horribly down. world it's your boy sway from mtv news and for the 50th time we are back for episode 50 of knifey, knifey lion, lion radio, radio. My name is Jonah, imploring you to follow us on Twitter. Joining me today on this our golden podcast anniversary is the in-sto- in-store, in store, <laughs> in the in store instigator, Zach. Good day. I think
1: the in store instigator would be uh, Michael LaHood. <laughs> Am I
0: missing why that makes sense?
2: <laughs>
0: well, he made a lot of in store appearances. last oh, okay. Year. Sorry. Also joining us, if If Sigmund Freud could also style on some fools playing soccer, he'd be Nick from soccer. That's the perfect description for me. (laughs) Today, a 50th episode celebration of love, laughter, and more love. Not me! A better way to spend it than talking about our 2-0 beatdown beat down. Yeah. in the cold windy rain at the hands of the Philadelphia Union. That'll be all in our recap, recap. after that we'll somehow pick our FCC
2: Man. Man. of the week
0: then maybe a dirgle smash. But honestly I'm drawing a blank. We'll see if Kevin has a brand new
2: Kevin's
0: And we'll happily vote someone off the FCC island in a brand new edition of FCC Survivor. (laughs) Maybe get stupid with a new edition of... Potpourri. 50th episode, John Hark's Cave of Wonders. wonders. (laughs) Nothing clever to say about it. As far as a sponsor, folks, it's time for the listeners to find us a real sponsor. Somebody who'll pay the bills. Someone who gets us. Who gets what we're all about. Nick, put on your thinking cap for once in your life. Who would be the appropriate, not maybe the most lucrative, but who do you think is the most appropriate sponsor for Knifey Lion
3: Radio? That's a great, great question. It is. Um,
0: deserves a great answer.
3: What about Texaco Gas Station?
0: Well, we're on the same wavelength. Love oil. <laughs> Anyways, 50th episode. If you've been there since the beginning, you're the real hero. Never thought it would get this far. I think we had the same conversation for 30, but now it's the same, but further along. Nick, so many moments. I love your Texco answer. 50 episodes. Is there one episode on the 100th episode highlight reel? That's got to be on there. text Nick, are there any moments or just a general... A sense of uh time and place and history what's really striking you on this momentous occasion episode 50 people are gonna be talking about this one for at least a week
3: (laughs) probably how far we come from doing a sketch on a second episode about Corbin, but what, I mean, what, who was it
0: again? It was somebody it was just... oh, First off, Nick, I got good news and bad news. The good news is you sound like a robot because uh, my my uh, processor is doing this thing it does. I got to unplug you and plug you back in, and then we'll get right back to that Corbin Bone thought. Hold on. Oh, so good to be back.
3: Are we on for real? Yeah. Tyler, Tommy, and the truth. As Zach reminded me was the name of the uh, episode. Um, riveting stuff, but we, uh, we've we definitely come a long way since that point. So.
0: What was episode two? Uh, I might start the episode off. This will be redundant then with a little clip of episode one so you can hear just how stupid I sound. Not like now. <laughs> oh, baby. I love my voice. But uh, Zach, your turn. Episode 50. You've been thinking about this long and hard, basically 49 episodes. You've been counting down. What does it mean to you? Does it mean anything? Is this our last episode? This is the first of 56. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. That's a brain buster, is it?
1: Yeah, I don't know. It just feels so somber. It doesn't feel like a celebration.
0: No, the, the team is to blame for that. It's still so. raining
1: in my head. <laughs> they,
0: they really ruined things for us. So let's just go ahead and get into it. You've ruined episode 50. You ruined my night. It's time for. FCC recap. Recap. Before I get into the starting lineup, sponsored by Zales. 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 The conditions, folks. It was cold, it was rainy, it was wet. My socks were soaked within literally five seconds. I had bought waterproofing solution. This is great stuff. It didn't work at all, so I knew it was going to be a long game, because once the socks goes, everything goes. Was it a Vans night? No, I wore my my Gola mid-tops, and I sprayed them with that solution. It was a waste. It did absolutely nothing. Nick, you were there. Zach, we should mention. Cat's out of the bag. It's coming out of the bag. You did not go. Uh, You could not find a sitter for your child. But in the end, some would say it worked out all for the best.
1: Yeah. Adam bought the pair of tickets off me for 30 bucks for the pair. And uh, at this point, I got to say...
0: He got robbed. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, Nick, you were there. Describe the experience. It was a little bit like that Forrest Gump montage. The rain came from the side. The rain came up.
3: <laughs> yeah, it was an absolute miserable nightmare. I mean, at first it was it was it was relatively warm. Like when when I first got out of the car, walking to the game, and you know I don't really mind if it's kind of like misty or whatever. There was a couple downpours on the way to the game, but. When I got in, I thought, yeah, this is no problem. I can deal with this. But like when I went over to meet you around halftime and the temperature was dropping and my feet were fucking frozen, at that point I knew that if we weren't gonna get any points on the board or start scoring goals that I was gonna fucking get the fuck out of there. But yeah. Man miserable. How. Miserable. <laughs> I mean yeah. like I got I got home. I had like I had a poncho on. The poncho came down to my like shins. When I got home my jeans were wet all the way up to like my crotch. Like Mm. it had totally soaked my ass out. So yeah.
0: I'm going to slow that one down. (laughs) Add a little reverb. Yeah. I would say my socks were wet and it wasn't until about the 70th minute. I was like, this is starting to hurt and uh, it wasn't too bad. And then when I started walking back to my car, which was about a half mile away, it just felt like I was walking on uh, two wooden stumps, like a double pirate. Didn't feel too good. (laughs) Yo, ho, ho. Starting lineup, though, Zach's favorite segment, we had uh, Forrest La... I'll just say, you know what, because you listened last week, because the same starting lineup as last week, except add Darren Maddox, subtract uh, Kenny Safe, add Alan Cruz, subtract... Ledesma. Ledesma. Who could forget? And you know what? These boys came to play. (laughs) Big time. Weather didn't bother them one bit... I like to say I don't remember what happened from the beginning, but I remember nothing. Nothing happened. Seemed like Philadelphia had all the control right from the jump. Zach, I had water in my eyes. What did you see via television? Pretty much that. Philly dominated really in every way, shape or form it felt like. Nick, from your vantage point in the monsoon, what would you see out there?
3: Yeah, I mean, it was basically all Philadelphia. You, you like to say that the weather affected us but as one of you guys just pointed out like it did not well it didn't bother philly at all that was the main difference i think um in both halves for me it was the fact that philadelphia looked like a team that can play in any condition where we don't you know the last three games we we've proven that we can put balls together that we can build out the midfield and that we can do all the things that are necessary for a team to be successful but um, last night was not one of those cases, and 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 it it seemed kind of obvious to me that the weather was getting to us, and we weren't able to to build anything through the middle. We had all these errant passes. We had guys overrunning or underrunning, you know, balls into space and not making uh, contact or trapping the ball or keeping it in bounds. Where Philadelphia, that was not the case at all. Number ten on their team was just absolutely all over the place the whole game. But um, I will say, in the first half. Uh, the thing that I take away from it was, you know, we we had a really good defensive effort. We were had good positioning. We were staying behind the ball. Lasso had a good couple clearances out of the box. And the only other thing that was kind of stuck in my mind was we were getting a corner turned on us a couple times. I think, unfortunately for you, Jonah, your boy Deplan, got uh, he got he got taken to the house a couple times over there. Had a guy turn the corner on him and, and take it inside the box. And it doesn't yeah, rain it was... in
0: France, sir. Cut him some slack. It's his first time. Kevin McCloskey said this,
1: which is true, is that Victor Uyoa didn't get the ball enough in that first half. The second half I'm a little hazy on because I missed a lot of it. But, uh, you know, our attacks need to start with him and then make their way up, and they weren't. Lasso did have the one good long ball that Maddox nearly got on, and that was really our only chance in that first half. But, uh, yeah, they were bypassing the midfield again. Maybe they didn't feel comfortable, like,
0: playing it on the ground out of the back. We took away too many rubber pellets. We went overboard. <laughs> the field looked much nicer, I should say, than last week. I didn't see any of those, and I really don't remember seeing any big puddles or anything for how much of a a deluge of water it was. So, uh, how about that drainage? We may have lost on the scoreboard. We did, yeah. We beat the crew in the drainage department, <laughs> big time. have <laughs> seen that in your fucking face, Nick. I heard you uh, inhale, exhale, get it off <laughs> your chest. What is it? <laughs>
3: No, I did see the pictures of the crew game. Um, it looked like an absolute nightmare on that field, but uh yeah, you know, I think if we're going to pat ourselves on the back about something, then you know, good job with the field maintenance. That's just a real <laughs>
0: that's a real victory all the way around. Some people then it's not going to be reflected in the power rankings this weekend, but we'll know. <laughs> we'll know. <laughs> it was like this is a random
1: comparison, but Notre Dame getting trounced by LSU in the Sugar Bowl, then bunch of fans online it's like our marching band really <laughs> 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 fucking shredded them
0: <laughs> you win where you can win no no irony behind it at all um second half they scored two goals <laughs> um we got a. you could see him it was a slow build and you could see what was happening they had their guy a com, who's the back of his jersey i, I must have missed this says tt and um, I found that upsetting for several reasons. But uh, it was him one-on-one with Lasso. Well, and it... before you go any farther, it's his father passed away a week ago.
1: And he got permission from the MLS to use the name TT on the back of his jersey for the rest
0: of the season. He could have just let it slide. <laughs> if we don't enforce the rules for him the next thing you know sorry i didn't do my research before this one hey you
1: learn a lot when you watch from home i might not go to another game <laughs>
0: why would you <laughs> now the team's disappointed us so much but yeah it was Lasso one on one with him and uh it just looked like trouble was brewing and he had his time to cross the right to the net number 10 dude who uh i'm not gonna learn his name fuck that guy <laughs> And I had a nice chance to uh, set up a shot on Richie, and I, I hold nothing against Spencer for that one. And uh, I don't know anybody else see anything, Zach. Uh, you didn't, but <laughs> did you watch the highlight yet of the goal? I did. How was it for you? <laughs> it <was good. laughs> About like that, <laughs> Nick. What would you see? For me, it seemed like uh, it seemed inevitable. Once that ball was, once that was one-on-one with Lasso, you could feel it coming.
3: Yeah, no, I think you and I both kind of cringed. We were watching that together at that point. Um, I, if I remember correctly, right before that, we had possession. We were like starting to build out, if I remember. And I think we lost possession. And they obviously took it down the flank. And I saw one-on-one with Lasso and I didn't think anything good was going to come in our way. But I think that ball that was played in there was just so much space for that number 10 like apparently when we were on our attack we didn't drop back to cover that and we just left a gaping hole right there on the top of the 18 that that guy ran into but uh yeah yeah i think it was just kind of the story of the night where we're trying to like build out and we would lose possession and then philadelphia would pick it right back up and then you know hold possession for another couple minutes it was just uh Bef-
0: I think before they got their second goal, we had about a five minute stretch where we had, it felt like five corner kicks in a row and a couple of free kicks. And we were just like piling it on without, uh, you know, actually having possession of the ball much, but it just felt like inevitable. I was like, all right, well, here we go. We're going to get our goal back. And uh, their keeper did have to make a save on one. And then Bertone got blocked by one of our players. Then we got another corner somehow. And then he had another shot and it went just wide. And, uh, it was uh, Nick Hagland blocked it, he to just, which Nick said, he just always finds a way to get in front of the ball. <laughs> Doesn't matter the situation. <laughs> He's always there, even when you don't need him. And uh, you know, a few minutes later, they get their second goal, which wasn't as impressive live because I couldn't tell exactly what was happening. But uh, it was a pretty good goal. Uh, David Akam slicing us up, took one out of the air and... Uh, Put fucking Hagelin on skates and then cut in one more time and toe-poked it past Richie. It was 2 nothing At that point, although I still had that smidgen of belief, it was hard to contemplate how we'd possibly get back in the game. And get back in the game, we did not. Um, I don't know. What else in the second half after, you know, 2 nothing Anything before that, after that? How about you, Nick? Wait, anything
3: you it, go was back it, in was it? time? Who was it that was? Uh, we got the ball like a like probably like around the, the penalty mark penalty marker, and he he turned and shot. I mean, he was pretty close, like a Yeah, that was very was close. a Lamar, Yeah, so that was if there was ever time to get back in the game, that was probably it right there. That was very noteworthy. But I will say on that second goal um, that they scored against us, the thing that drives me nuts is like was that that was Haglin with the bad clearance with his head, right? I mean, he tried to to me when you're in that situation. Always headed out, like headed out towards the sideline. Why are we heading it straight back in the middle of the box where Akam was able to pick it up and just fucking dice us like that? I just, I'll never understand that. Um, but regardless, it happened and that guy had some pretty good skill on that.
0: What else I have down here was uh, the Lamar Garza partnership we didn't know we never needed. <laughs> they had, I said they didn't realize they're on the same team. They had two identical moments on the sideline where it was a pass to one of them. And it seemed they're like, You got it, you got it, you got it. And then uh neither of them got it and it just rolled out of bounds and it killed killed some attacks two separate times the exact same way and like I didn't know I don't know who to blame. I equally blame both of them on those, but it was just like Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah, and that's those moments stood out in my head a lot. I missed the both of the goals and then you know, I saw the last thirty minutes of the game and yeah, down that left side, it would seem like, Oh, there's all this room, here comes the ball, promising attack, we're about to build it up. And those two just could not get on the same page. Someone they named, Lamar, like, man of the match. I'm like, what the
0: fuck? Was it because he had the only shot on <laughs> yeah, goal? Yeah, I guess. I
1: was like, that's where attacks went to die, when we really needed a goal. <laughs> no. When uh, Kenny came on, he tried his damnedest to uh, make something happen, it seemed like. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Once he got close, he would have a heavy touch or something, or take too many. Really trying to <laughs> make something happen, you kind of felt like, oh, we could sneak one in. You never know,
0: but... Yeah, I mean, everybody had a kind of off game. Uh, Kukuda who we talked about his uh, impeccable touch so far this season. He had some wonky touches, and he didn't really get much going. Neither did Maddox. Like, you know, the lineup was exciting. I was excited for this, but uh, it wasn't, a, wasn't in the cards for us today. Luckily, I'm just happy we've had a few back-to-back games and then some to know that we're capable of playing decent Footy? That's the word I use, right? And uh, so, if this game by itself, if this was like game two, I'd be like, Oh Jesus fucking Christ. So, I'm glad it happened after <laughs> we showed that we are capable. So, I'm not like, I'm not freaking out. Obviously, the weather was terrible and somehow it was worse for us than Philadelphia. But I'm not ready to catch uh, just one more game before I call for his firing. So.
3: Yeah, no one had a good game, really. I mean, it, like you said, everyone had kind of an off game. Garza, he had a very to me kind of a poor showing which is unfortunate no i just want to leave this fucking game behind man because it was just an absolute mess from the get-go and uh just couldn't put anything together it's just frustrating it's cold as fuck and um yeah let's just move on to brighter horizons
1: yeah my uh my coach watch would be i was powell would probably have been my sub one of my subs because garza really couldn't get it going especially in that second half and uh I know he's a great player. He's been great every other appearance, but throw Powell on there and see if he can do something.
0: We should mention a little Frankie of mine. I got his first start. He's trying to get on the ball. He's fouling a couple guys. He was doing what he could. I don't remember much from him one way or another, but happy for Frank. That's what I call him. Uh, I should mention after Nick left and everyone else I was sitting with left, I was the last one there for probably the last uh, five minutes and extra time. Uh, I saw my wife's sister down in row number one of section 124 so i went down there and down there and joined her and i was up there against the wall and who walks over and stands directly in front of me that's right 12 inches i could basically smell her hair Liz, <laughs> i was like afraid to yell i was like, convinced she knew <laughs> it was a little vain of me i was like she probably knows what my voice sounds like <gasps> get it together she'd be like Naive lion um but i didn't but that was fun. First row's pretty nice when the action's happening right in front of you. Oh, this is hard. This is hard to admit. But now our um our five game outlook, our point total is off on the schedule. So hopefully we get I don't know. What, what do we pick a tie for sporting I think the we following pick, week? I think I picked a loss for sporting. OK, so that's, we can get it back really yeah. easy. <laughs> I believe they won 7 to one yesterday. <laughs> so. But hey. Um, and then who, who do we play after that? LAFC. LA, they scored five. <laughs> it's all right. Lasso's got it under control. We don't need you, Waston. Um, Has your outlook changed at all? One game, you still feeling positive? I got to say, if Waston's in there, maybe we draw. If Lamas scores, it's a whole other game. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like uh, the energy would have just sucked that that winner into the goal nick you still feeling positive he's gonna you know write this one off
3: no i still feel positive i mean like it was a nightmare to play in that shit i, I mean I, though philadelphia like you said they were able to put stuff together and that was frustrating but i mean still it's just it's just fucking terrible to have to play in those type of conditions and stuff and you got to be a professional and you got to do it but like at the same time i'm i'm willing to show a little bit of mercy in, re, in regards to our uh you know our, our playing ability and that Last night, so no, I'm not. I'm not ready to write anything off. We've proved that we can play with the big boys, and um, you yeah. know, hopefully, we get out there next week and we start putting things together again.
1: Yeah, we weren't lost. There was some heavy touches, miscommunications, and
0: every long ball was short. Every short ball was long. So just go ahead and switch those up. We'll be good to go. But uh, the important thing this week is we have to pick an FCC
2: Man.
0: of the week, and uh, there's so many choices so hard to pick uh i have my pick and zach's probably reading spoiling i guess you guys all read it i already had my picks. So. okay zach give us yours then eager beaver
1: unfortunately mine is the same as yours God.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Nick, what's yours <laughs> same as both yours
0: <laughs> well zach you spoke first so you can announce it to the world and to frank well <laughs> it feels like a best effort award but uh hey someone's got to get it yeah.
1: frankie congrats great to see you out there Ledesma's got to be pissed that
0: you made the uh, 18 that he didn't. But shout out to Frankie and his girlfriend, who will be the beneficiary of a $50 gift card from James, the jeweler. Frankie, I don't know if you have your license. Get on that bird scooter. Head on over to Mount (laughs) Actually, you need a license (laughs) to That's. this. Head on over to Mount Airy up high, and I'll get you your $50 gift card. I love hanging out with the players. (laughs) Can't get us apart. Uh, Nick any thoughts on frankie the man of the week
3: yeah no i mean i'm, I'm giving it to him solely for the fact that it's his first professional appearance and uh you know that's a milestone and uh hopefully that's something he takes with him for the rest of his life i know it will be and uh yeah no i, I agree with everything he said
0: um did you see our boy in uh, ncfc with the fucking golazo or Loney? No. was it tommy mccabe yeah, Tommy McCabe. Uh, they were. Down, I think it was in like the 90th minute. They were down a goal. NCFC to Charleston Battery. A Ball came out to the top of the box, and he uh, kind of a little side scissored it out of the air on a fucking rope into the corner. That's gonna be the USL goal of the week. I did see it. It was a baller. Uh, so Tommy McCabe, you're the FCC man. <laughs> Wait, what a second. Hold on a second. <laughs> um, this week's edition of Dingle Smash. I don't remember anything. I'm sure we fouled somebody. I would say actually, I heard we had some refing decisions against us. We should say, oh yeah, rolling the maw scored a goal that was called offsides. Looked pretty close. Zach, did you uh, you saw it on TV? What'd you think?
1: Yeah, did, he was could, off,
0: no doubt. Was it close?
1: um no
0: okay <laughs> <laughs> moving right along but i was gonna say defying close it was clear very yeah, okay. clear well yeah. that makes me feel a little better because we were upset because usually i'm thinking we have var to leave the flag down you can review it but if it's, no they
1: should have uh, and they said
0: you know they shouldn't
1: have blown the whistle
0: it was it wasn't so far off that like I don't know. Yeah, just there was it no go. way
1: we'd win it. It was he was clearly offside.
0: Um, there was a lot of fifty fifty tackles where it looked like I guess we got a piece of the ball, but I would have expected a foul to be called and we got away with him. So in that respect you know we should use these opportunities to our advantages like oh that was a foul oh, we're still going and then we'd have a breakaway and then we make a bad pass so maybe one of those is a deckle smash i don't remember nick do you remember anything that seemed smash worthy besides the fans getting smashed i don't <laughs> mean alcoholically i just mean weather orically
3: <laughs> weather gorically sure that no makes I, awesome. I i i honestly don't um i i no i got nothing Fair. Uh, My deck of
0: smash was as I was in my seat and people were still filing in, apparently some guy flicked some other guy off who was walking down the seat and they got in each other's faces, had to be separated by their ladies. And then um, it was a real moment. And people don't think like, you know, they think I'm bougie, 122. That's where, you know, we dangle our jewelry and shake it instead of saying FCC. That's all true. But the shit goes down. There was almost a fight last year between some scrawny dude and some woman. It gets pretty tense in 122. The view's so nice that you'd think that would solve all problems. It doesn't. Okay. This is the real world. These are the streets, the rough streets. The gold line streets of 122. And then I, I'd watched the guy the rest of the game because he was, like, 20 rows down. And I could tell that was all he talked about for the next 40 minutes. like, He was Because like, I kept seeing him, like, tell other people and he was doing the flick-off thing. He flicked me off! And he was, like, standing on his bleacher instead of, like, standing on the concrete. I don't know if that was some kind of alpha-gorilla thing. But next time, just fucking throw down. <laughs> Would have been the highlight of the game for me. But instead... Once you wait... It's over, so just shut up. <laughs> but it takes him like a half an hour yeah. for the energy to go down. They're like, you fucked me off, yeah. man. And I saw a guy like, put his hand on the shoulder like, hey, man.
1: Pop cool. him one instantly <laughs> or just
0: let it go. That would have been a nice excuse. Didn't have to watch the game in the rain. No, I got kicked out. I suck this yeah. dude. I'd rather be in him. a holding cell <laughs> than
1: section 124 in the rain.
0: That's what people call that section anyways. <laughs> <laughs> the holding cell <laughs> Everyone calls it That's that That's how Nazmi feels about it um, I haven't talked to Kevin Wallace So he may or may not have an MLS Minute But if he does, this will be the time for him to do it,
2: MLS Ooh, hope he can MLS Ooh,
0: it Your MLS Minute starts
2: right now Looks like we're all going to have to learn the name Pasuelo. The new signing in Toronto, killing it. Check out his highlight of his little Panenka goal. Turns out the best player on the best team in Belgium, pretty good. Tim Parker with an incredibly embarrassing own goal. Losing to Chicago one to nothing. might be time to start panicking if you're wearing red in New York. The folks up in Boston must have threatened to beat up the team New England. Beat Minnesota two to one. Children's no mercy park nobody's ever made that joke before boarding kansas city puts up seven against a piati-less montreal carlos vela did carlos vela things getting his first hat trick in their five nothing drubbing of the pathetic quakes frank DeBoer doing his best michigan impression by losing in columbus seattle is mortal dallas scored early dallas scored often dallas also had the weakest headbutt you'll ever see in your life sorry rsl Save the crew.
0: Oh baby, that was either amazing
2: or absolute silence.
0: Cause I'm putting them in there one way or another. Nick, your turn. Favorite part? I think Nick's gone. Uh, Nick's dead.
3: What are no, you talking I'm about? sorry. I'm, I'm here. I I, I liked the part where he was talking about sporting Kansas winning seven to one. Uh,
0: what What did he talk about last week? Um. Con- oh, international break.
1: Oh yeah, man couldn't be more right
0: (laughs) (laughs) it It is fucking you know what's weird is because there weren't a lot of games it's like just don't have any but there was like four games i think there wasn't a huge not every team played so just go all the way with it yeah it's bizarre it's like every team
1: has some now especially you have
0: it worked out great for us
1: (laughs) don't want to take that win back
0: It did, but had we lost, i would be like, well, we're missing five players, true. this is bullshit. It didn't go well for Columbus, either. Or maybe Philadelphia is just a fucking buzzsaw. Uh, let's move right along to this week's edition of FCC Survivor. Uh-huh. Somebody's got to go. Uh, I probably don't need to refresh every week, but if you don't know, every week someone's got to get voted off the FCC island. Can't pick the same person twice. Had to be someone who played in the game or came in as a substitute once they're gone, they're gone forever. Um, somebody was mentioning, I think it was uh, Dean Hable. sorry, you've never gotten a shout out, there you go, about uh, somebody getting an immunity idol. Let's not get crazy, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe one week I'll give somebody the idol to save someone. So far, I don't think there's, any, there's been people that any of you have been like, no, don't let him go. It's been usually pretty obvious. And uh, well. I don't know who I'd give it to now. Well hold on. Let me I'll just now I've got a list. I think I've got everyone on it who's already been voted off, cannot be voted off again. Kudamane, that's right. Eric Alexander, Corbin Bone, Ledesma, Fernando Adi, Lasso, Uyoa, and Alvis Powell cannot be voted out again. They're already gone. So for this week, Zach, you already said it, you have somebody in mind. Here's your chance to snuff out a <laughs> torch. No, no I don't.
1: Could... I said I don't know who I'd give the idol to. If I could bring someone back, hey, know you know it what? Works.
0: It's the 50th episode. Oh no, you can't bring anybody back. Yeah. Although oh, this <laughs> this year it is the edge of extinction, and they do have uh, an island where you can stay on after you get voted off. Uh, I feel like we're all on the edge of extinction. Am I right? <laughs> Truly, um. I can't wait to talk about Mueller report and paparazzi. <laughs> I'm enchanting at the bit. Uh, but Zach, sorry, too late. The pressure's on you. You get to go first. Who is kicking? Are you kicking off this week? We'll write it down so we remember it forever.
1: Um Caleb Stanko. Ooh, forgot he got in there. Yeah, he did. And you know, he had a little
0: life to him. Yeah, I don't pretty remember. good. I don't <laughs> remember much. <laughs> One way or another. But oh, that's too bad. I, I remember yelling out, If you need goals, stanko. <laughs> well
1: you guy. know what? We I hate on Jimmy all the time, but with fifteen minutes left.
0: That was a Jimmy moment. I would have loved
1: to <laughs> throw Jimmy on there down that left side. Um,
0: not to be. Not to be. Not to be. Nick,
3: how about you? Who are you voting off forever and always? See, this is a very interesting game because if you just go off like last night's game, like everyone fucking sucked. So, like, Cruz was non existent, um, Garza didn't have a very good game. Um, like I said, Diplon, I think he got smoked a couple Watch times. from the mouth.
0: <laughs> Cruz so did, like- uh, did play the ball into Lamar That almost was a goal. So he would have had oh, an assist. Okay. That was his okay. one moment. But yes, in general, I agree. But okay. go ahead.
3: So, yeah. So you have to think the long term in this game. And I'm setting myself up because I got a very controversial one. But Ooh. I'm, se- I'm setting myself up because. It must be I'm sweep, to- sweep. I- I'm trying <laughs> to think of the end game here and like who's going to contribute the most to our team throughout the entire season. I don't want to get rid of them on a one bad performance. So with that being said, thanks for coming out and playing, Frankie. But
2: <laughs>
3: that's so, gonna... so long. Uh, I'll say that's
0: a smart choice. because Then you, you make my decision a little harder. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, obviously Frankie's well, the easy...
1: So I was going to pick Frankie, but I knew that Nick
0: would. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, let's get
1: rid of Caleb,
0: too. Yeah, Frankie's definitely the Sophie's Choice one in that one. Uh jeez, Louise. <laughs> That's a terrible reference. <laughs> man, man of the Week and... <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> He's terrible in the challenges.
1: See, that's he's, great at he's, he's talking to his mom right now, like, I just don't understand these fans. <laughs> like, <laughs> they cheer like, me one day.
3: <laughs> you can't, you can't go up one game. That's so. Yeah, no. I mean,
0: wow. Fuck, Forrest Lasso's already gone. Jesus Christ. Let's see that midfield. You, you, already gone. This might be the. This, this definitely is gonna be the hardest, uh, hardest choice I've had to make so far. Yeah, exactly, Nick's kid. This is hard to make. Um, you know what? It's not worth playing if you don't play to win. Greg Garza. <laughs> See you later, buddy. I had enough. One bad game is all it takes for me, and I know there's worthy replacements on the bench. His name's Justin Hoyt. <laughs> I need him so I can to get some PT in one of these games. So Greg Garza.
2: <laughs>
0: they don't do that. <laughs> Imagine Survivor, <laughs> I'm sorry, you've been voted off, ah! <laughs> he's got a button, Greg Garza is Maya to survive. so this week we lost Stanko, of course, Amaya, sure, Greg Garza, <laughs> didn't see that coming, did you? Too pricey, you thought. But this is the 50th episode. This is the first and last episode he's going to listen to. <laughs> um, but so yeah. whoever's left is what? Our player of the season. <laughs> yeah. So without a doubt, once we were calling from loan, Tommy McCabe. <laughs> it's the last. Somehow it's going to be TT. It's going to be Nazmi. <laughs> Nazmi, I don't know what you would have done out there, but couldn't have been as, <laughs> any worse than everybody else. Well, on uh, a night like
1: that, you would hope Bertone would have let more rip Um, the had one from range, but like,
0: yeah, just try and pepper the goal. You don't have to get too close. It was a little upsetting. Uh, Me and Nick talked about it during the monsoon that we didn't really have any things that, you know worry the keeper like just have a have a go nobody's gonna be mad at you it's perfectly understandable we didn't really have any and there was like one i think we had no direct free kicks uh fcc survivor another smashing week let me top of the ratings charts for this week's edition of potpourri i did tell some people i was bringing back fcc players they're just like us and uh, I didn't get past this one <laughs> tidbit I saw, so it didn't seem worthy of a segment itself. And I, I feel bad about it. But uh, I saw the escape room challenge was done by uh, Kenny Safe, Caleb Stenko, Bertone Duplan, and somebody else who I can't remember. I think all of them, but one had uh, bright white shoes on and the tightest pants you've ever seen. So it's nice to know Kenny, he's new on the team, but he's already, uh, you know, broing out with some of the obvious bros. So good for him. Zach, who do you think was the leader of the escape room of that crew, huh? Who do you think did the most? Huh? Huh? <laughs> Bertone, you know, he's, the, he's leading the charge in the midfield. What do you think?
1: Yeah, what's his English situation? I don't really know. It's solid. Is it solid? It's solid. Yeah, I'd go with him
0: then. Yeah, he, was, he uh, spoke English to uh, Steck, I believe. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Stanko is the quiet leader of the escape room. Nick, you've been thinking about this for a while. Who's your guy on the team you'd want most to help you get out of an escape room? Anyone on the team? Anyone? Who's it gonna I feel be? Like, like,
3: I feel like Kenny's safe. Was he there? Did you say he was there? I don't even. remember. He was. I mean, like, don't they? Aren't they like required to spend like two years in the military in Israel? I, although he's what is he? He's like a dual citizenship, right? Yeah. I mean. You know, you got to probably learn some shit through like spending time with the IDF. So I, I would go with him. Yeah.
1: How to take orders,
0: <laughs> Kenny? Safe. That. Uh, <laughs> he moved to Israel at the age of three, so he's born in Florida. So he did the whole thing backwards. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> right? You're right. You're right. Jewish people retire in Florida. We all got it. <laughs> Uh, maybe I'm giving our listeners not enough credit or too much credit. Uh what else? This kind of got slipped under the rug a little bit. Uh it was a bigger deal to us when it got taken away, but the orange glow is back. Nick, can you freaking believe it? First we think the orange is gone, and then this happens. The orange is back. <laughs> I was super are you, are you excited? excited.
3: I was super excited because I, I, when we talked about it, I don't know what episode it was, like i was legitimately bummed no i'm just kidding i have no idea <laughs> <laughs> that'd be really kind of that was insane that if you knew insane. that dumb. no <laughs> no no i was um i was i'm actually really excited for it because seeing a stadium glow like that at night would i don't know i just think that would be really really cool like the what i've seen from allianz field like it looks really awesome and so yeah the, when it when it was like taken off the table there for a second i thought you know it's a bummer. I'm one of the features of the stadium that i was kind of excited about i'm a big ambient lighting guy okay yes. that's what I, i'm just into it okay i like it
0: <laughs> don't have to defend yourself i get it um zach i'll give you the question i know you like to get into the weeds of this stuff uh, meese architects out populace architects in what does this all mean zach um <laughs> it's weird this
1: is what popped into my head is kind of odd but uh there was an episode of Newlyweds, I think, was the name of the show. Jessica Simpson and yes, Nick yes, Lachey. Yes, 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 yes. They both get music videos done at the same time. And uh, when Nick Lachey watches Jessica Simpsons, he's real bummed because it's so much better than his. <laughs> so he scraps it and uh, throws all his money in to make a new one and like whatever. So I feel like uh, it's just birding <laughs> Looking at <laughs> Minnesotas and everyone's talking about this is the crown jewel of American soccer specific stadiums and this and that. And he's like, well, we got to get them.
0: Yeah, it's a little strange. I don't I'm curious how much is going to change. If anything, um, it's got to be a little different. You'd imagine uh, Populous, who I think did the Minnesota one. Right. Yep. You'd imagine they'd want to put some of their stamp on. Otherwise, what's the fucking point yeah. of uh, switching it? Yeah. Uh, Minnesota, Kansas City, Tottenham, Wembley. Um, I hope it doesn't cause any delays. I can't imagine it would speed things up switching architects, but uh, yeah, we'll see about that.
1: Well, and then in the great news, apparently the construction is like really disturbing classrooms, shaking the building. Another whiny Um, teacher. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty legit. Uh, Shaking the building. Um, You know, there's three year olds in there who have a nap time and they're being awoken. Kids are having to walk blocks to school. Like Sharon Coolidge just put an article out about it with all these quotes. So they're gonna, working. They're on trying it. to address it, but um, that was kind of a bummer <laughs> to read going, you know. Isn't it a high school?
0: Oh, it's a three-year-old talk. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it is, but they must have something going on. I'll tell you what. Uh, Hughes doesn't look like it has it too well. That fucking old hospital that got demolished. and There's that <laughs> yeah. giant pile of rubble. But you don't hear about that. Huh? Huh? How come? Huh? <laughs> yeah, think so. Moving on, <laughs> guys. Gonna... Hey, you can cut this out, it's fine. <laughs> Nothing negative. Um, I probably shouldn't bring this up. <laughs> uh, our first home game, there was that pride banner hanging down in the middle of um, the Bailey, and some hooligan ultras from Queen City Mafia tucked the banner up. So, I don't if you go back, look at the pictures, there's a big gap where all the banners are tucked the pride away and we thought we were past this you know we thought these kind of shenanigans were, that's our sp- that's our space okay i'm speaking for our us as fans <laughs> this week some little trickster i don't know who it was threw a little black queen city mafia flag over the pride's banner again and you know what nick is challenging you to a fight <laughs> Nick you don't need to say it bro I got you Nick is a member of the Pride He takes it pretty seriously He checks the slack once every month He's on Pride 2 FC Come check us out You might see Pat Brennan out there He's challenging you to a fist fight No feet You think he's all feet Well guess what Nick's ready to throw down so hard He's ready to give up his livelihood His job uh, His safety His freedom He'll go to jail for this fight. Nick, anything you want to add? You can't change anything I said, but is there anything you want to add? You said you want to throw down with this mafia guy. You're willing to die for this flag. Go on. Continue along the line that I'm speaking.
3: Man. Yeah, absolute fucking hype, man. Um, No, it's all all true. Um, It's like I've been watching um, like beef videos between like celebrities this past week and I came across the Axl Rose uh Vince neil beef back in the nineties the and maybe his eighties I guess but and Vince Neal was on MTV and he goes he I don't know if you remember this, but I he remember actually he well. proposed he proposed a fight to Axl Rose. He looks at the camera and goes, Axel, I'd like to challenge you to a fight.
2: He points and he can't the
3: camera. back out of it. And he points at the camera that's really the end of the story. But (laughs) if there was an MTV outlet, basically, I would have, I would have looked at the screen pointed at (laughs) Quincy cinema mafia and told them get in the ring. Motherfucker. No, actually I didn't know anything about it. I don't really care.
1: (laughs) Nick, let me ask you. Yes. Have you ever been punched in the face?
3: Yes. Yes. It, 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 Contrary to, to to popular belief, it does not feel good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> was it soccer related?
3: No, no, it was it was a fight. So I've been a couple scraps, Zach. What, what, what do you think of? think just because I'm a skinny nobody that I just can't get in fights.
1: No, I don't think that. I've played with you. There was the one game. Oh man, we we're playing at Western Sports Mall, and our on our men's team. Like this was ill blood, Nick, and uh, you had decided before the game like. This guy. I don't like this guy. <laughs> it's like <laughs> 10 seconds in, you just like went after him, grabbed him like around the collar and just tackled him down to the ground and like grabbed your bag. <laughs> you're,
3: you're out. You're I do remember that. And and that guy was a dick. And I would do the same thing again if we played against him. It was against the boards in a corner. I totally remember that. Yeah. and um, <laughs> Well, yeah. I was
1: bummed because you were our best player, but <laughs> – um, he had
3: it he had it coming
0: Zach yeah hey you do not gonna tell me Western Sports Mall I mean that's where Zach got his nickname so the reason
1: Jonah calls me the indoor instigator if anyone's wondering I don't there's multiple seasons where I missed three or four games due to I'd play a game be suspended <laughs> a game be suspended I just could not off raised Keep fist. It. Yeah, I would always. I never punch anyone. I just like pull my fist back and I'm like I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> that happened so many times.
0: Win place, bitch. <laughs> um, I, I think I've mentioned this in the podcast before, but I like to bring it up. Um, first of all, if you're in need of buying or selling a house, my wife is the way to go. Shoot me a DM through Knifey Lime Radio. Having said that, uh, she once famously punched a like six foot three goalie in the chest out of anger on the opposing team who happened to be a Cincinnati police officer <laughs> she was not placed in cuffs but that's just that's the memory I had and that's um I think I bought the ring the next day Thought this is it <laughs> I'm gonna pack my bet and pack wait, <laughs> pack my lot is that a phrase <laughs> oh I should mention Zach remember last week I couldn't get that phrase right B- uh, belab- the, the the phrase was belabor, which I've yeah, been told bel- <laughs> by several people. Uh, Steve Haldeman and uh, Dad messaged me. He was well, like, I knew belabor. I knew it wasn't belated. but I hate to belate. the. But yeah, so if any of you guys heard me last week and you were um, throwing shoes at your phone, I <laughs> think. <at anger, laughs> belabor, okay. <laughs> belabor was the word I was looking for. And I hate to belabor that any further, but uh, it was belabor. But yeah, so currently... All of KLR Who Matters are playing on the Pride 2 FC outdoor team. Everybody, but Zach, even Chad. No, he's not. And um, Nick, you want to give a quick five-second recap of the season so far, how things are going for the listeners who don't care?
3: First game we're going to skip because we got demolished. That was a a learning uh, experience for everybody. Second game we looked pretty good. We we got our defense organized, got things straightened out. We had Josh Burke on the left side, had that fucking side on lockdown. No one was getting past him. Um, there was a moment. Was it the first or second game where um, Mike Matadat basically was ready to strangle the ref? Because <laughs> no, it was the last game because the yeah. the ball was like the ball went out and I, the ref did not call it, and Mike was not going to have any of that.
0: No, and it was hard to tell where his uh, jolly jokingness, yelling at the ref, began and his rage ended.
3: His, his all, murderous it rage. kind of all
0: blended into one thing. Oh, you had to call that? And uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it thoroughly. We should mention game one when I showed up. We were a little early. And who's playing goal on uh, the first field but our boy, Pat Brennan, laying it all on the line. And um, if you want to see him in action, check out Gotham Soccer's uh, Twitter page, Gotham Soccer Cincinnati. And they uh, they made a meme out of one of the pictures they took of Pat Brennan diving for a ball. Some might say it was a low blow. I'd say it was right on target. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but if you think Pat was uh, you know dogging it out there, he wasn't at all. He was giving it a thousand percent. He was a little TTS out there. So do with that what you will. <laughs> but he was out there and he was doing it. Uh, that's all I had down for Potpourri. You guys, have any other thoughts? I mean, this is episode fifty. Anything else in the? the-
3: well, opening day, for, opening day for the Reds. I was. I went back and watched the highlights to see if like any of our foreign players that were sitting behind the plate like how they reacted to oh, like, right. I forgot all about runs. that. It
0: was just set up from the beginning. What, who was back there?
3: Uh, I believe it was Bertoni, Um, and it was, um, the plan, why'd you
0: ask Nick? We're just going to step all over him. I thought, he, <laughs> yeah, I, I thought he knew, but he didn't sound confident. So this is important.
3: You already talked me into a fucking fight. I'm not surprised that you're, <laughs> um yeah and then uh i i, I guess kenny safe and uh, mana were there too but i i think the thought is that they gave up their seats behind plate the plate to give to ledesma's two sons who were sitting with ledesma so i don't know if that's true but we'll go ahead and assume it is i
0: saw the picture of uh i hope you weren't confusing them Fatia fataya lashe and uh, kenny safe <laughs> oh boy <laughs> that's, uh, that sounds I honestly couldn't
3: remember who it was. I knew Kenny was,
0: was Yeah, I saw Fatai's, uh, tw- he tweeted out a picture of him and Kenny. They were down the first baseline towards almost way back, like past the outfield wall. But they were there. They looked like they were enjoying themselves. But yeah, they didn't get, they weren't down there in the diamond. I don't think, someone probably, you know, asked Kenny, like, hey, you want to sit in the diamond seats? He's like, I don't give a fuck. And then like he saw it later on TV, he's like, oh, the snacks. So many snacks. Uh, but yeah, he already had, he already had a custom, custom kit so good on them yeah and daddy linder was sitting behind him so that was fun uh yeah what else zach anything else you have to share i hear yeah, some breathing there was the uh ridiculous
1: bbc article everyone was sharing
0: oh are they the best fans and in... yeah yeah um yeah ridiculous. like why write the article clearly, <laughs> clearly we are everyone knows there's no
1: there's... clearly in it for the long haul and uh, there's no doubt about it
0: there's no doubt they wrote that article about Atlanta last year, too. Like, everything's different. Atlanta's the new king. It's like, oh, one game with Cincinnati. Like, hey, Atlanta sucks. <laughs> Cincinnati. Atlanta currently is. And I think they have, like, two less games played. But they're sitting dead last in the Eastern Conference. And I I think that's fun. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. But yeah, shout out to us, best fans in all of sport. <laughs> yeah, I watched their highlights, uh,
1: that Columbus game. They really didn't produce much at all, except Zach Steffen did make
0: Two ridiculous saves. You think they're dogging it to get the FDB fired? That's what I call Frank DeBoer. You can use that. Uh, I don't know. We don't need to talk about other teams. We don't care. No. <laughs> Nick, how about you? Final thoughts. We can go ahead and wrap it up. Episode
3: 50. Hard to believe. Hard to believe we made it this far. I think I've probably been on 20 of the 50. Um, but I'm really glad of the accomplishment. And, 20 uh, of the best 50, Nick. <laughs> That's right. I, I'm staying positive. I'm staying really positive because I think uh, I think the weather did get to us. So I'm looking forward to next week. Looking at bouncing back against a weak sporting team. Nice. And, um, uh, yeah, let's, let's hope we don't ever have to sit in a fucking monsoon for a game again.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it was our positivity that saw the team and the fans through after game one. So it's only right that we uh, just wash our hands of this one and be the beacon of light that people – need and require Zach your final thoughts you didn't even get wet did I mention it was wet go ahead I did not get wet I did not see the goals in the
1: first half my kid was going ham and uh yeah looked like a miserable fucking game let's pretend it never happened it Um, didn't Chad came over to the house we went and played a show it was maybe the first show I played where cocaine use everywhere (laughs) just out in the open I was like this is not the scene I grew, grew up in you know Wow.
3: Wow, really?
1: Yeah. Punks these days,
0: you know, apparently they get fucked up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the podcast for them. They're listening to it. But um, we fucking shredded. I'll tell you that. Yeah, so in your fucking face. Yeah, look up that clip of Vince Neil, because he's also wearing a hilarious hat. It's like one of those truckerish hats that has the rope across the front.
3: Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's,
0: if your hat <laughs> has a rope on it. I don't know. <laughs> you mean business, but uh, it was pretty cool.
3: So what? What was? What? Why did it never come to fruition? What was the deal? Who was? Who do you think was pussing out more? I want to say. As, as I as you' I want to say Axel's more
0: bark than his bite. You know, because he used to like run and jump into the crowd and like try to fight people. But you know, he's got the whole crowd on his side and the bouncers. I mean, so. I
3: I always figured Vince Neil would just mangle him. But like going back and like listening or watching these videos, there was like a ton of people that thought Axl Rose was gonna like like legitimately kick his ass. I'm like, yeah I don't think so, man. Like he is from the wrong side of the tracks though. So no he
1: is, true Axel's a try hard, I don't think he'd be the shot of anybody.
3: Vince I mean, looks like a bigger dude though. I mean, just I don't know. Uh he's, he's a little
0: chodier. I don't think he's a, <laughs> much he's a taller little, though. He's a little chodier. But uh his face looks great nowadays. <laughs> he's got a lot of work done. <laughs> he also sounds great too. Um Go ahead. Just check it all out. There's so much to check out on the internet, guys. Get on this internet. There's so much to see when you're not listening to the podcast.
1: There was a what was Mara's roommate, Jonah, uh, Natalie. Yeah, she had a recording. Apparently, when Brett Michaels was on Hard Times, you could pay him a little bit of money, and he would record something for you. <laughs> he yeah. recorded her a CD for her birthday, and it's just him like talking over some like soft music and saying like.
0: Mm. I'm just laying here on this uh, leopard bus. skin. No, it's like I'm on this leopard skin rug just thinking about you. And like they like personalize it. And I guess you could tell them what to say. I think it's like 50 bucks or something for him to like record this message for you. And that's uh, that'd be quite the item to have. Right, I'll go ahead and speak for everyone. Anyone on the podcast record a personalized message for someone's birthday, uh, bar mitzvah, Christmas, whatever, while you're thinking about the, the big sponsors for us. Because um, Speedway is not paying the bills like they used to. I stopped going. I'm
1: UDF exclusive now because I'm trying to uh, get that next DP.
0: <laughs> I keep buying freezes hoping Carl is paying attention. But it's just a drop in the ocean. All right. Nick, final sentence. See ya. <laughs> Beautiful. Zach, any shout out to anyone who might be listening? Nope. Wow. Ouch. (laughs) That's got to hurt. Carissa, Lindsay, and Amelia. That's over. I think I'm entering into a long distance (laughs) relationship. Not like these real
3: ones. Sometimes
1: real life gets in the way of uh, online flirting with strangers.
3: You got to watch Amelia. Seriously, you got to watch her, though. She she screwed me over on Twitter this week. I was at 99 followers. (laughs) If you guys are aware, this is big news. I saw. Getting getting ready to cross over and who unfollows me just to fuck with me
0: thanks Amelia thanks (laughs) not going to forget that I have thought about because it happened to me at 500 I should say happened to us we all tweet Um, but when we get to 1000 on the KLR I don't want to announce it until we're at like 105 because I know there will be a few jokesters out there so don't do it preemptively okay tell your friends to follow my final thoughts rain games never sunshine forever I will be there Sunday. Yeah, I might be there with my children. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys. <laughs> First place forever, regardless of standings. Rise together. Happy 50th, everyone, everywhere. See you later. See you later. Goodbye. Goodbye.
2: Mary has a heart of call. She'll break you down and eat you whole. a After school, she's an animal